Hi there, welcome to the Kids Way Podcast. We are a podcast committed to helping kids stay in the way of the King. And if you've never heard of King Jesus, well get ready, you are going to love Him. We pray that you would also learn more about what it means to be on His narrow way. We also use various tools to encourage and teach, from fictional stories to scripture reading, to music, and sometimes even bringing in some kids to contribute. You can find us online at www.kidsway.ca and there you will find links to our Facebook page and also other info about Kidsway. Before getting into today's episode, we want to thank Jamie Souls for allowing us to use his wonderful music collection. If you would like to check out more of Jamie's music, you can find him at soulmusic.ca. That's www.solmusic.ca. Well, let's get to the story. We pray you are encouraged and pointed to King Jesus through today's episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Kids Way Podcast. And today I have a special guest with me. Who is Micah? Micah, my oldest son Micah is with me today, and he's going to be joining me for this special edition of Kids Way Podcast. So, Micah, how old are you? Seven. So, when's your birthday? July twenty ninth. That's right. So you're almost going to be eight years old, right? Mm-hmm. Very cool. And can you tell me what exciting thing is going to happen in your life this weekend, Lord willing? I'm going to get baptized on Sunday. You're going to get baptized. That's awesome, man. We're excited about that, aren't we? In fact, today we went and checked out the tank and we're going to have to vacuum out some flies out of there and some bugs, eh? So that's Don't forget centipedes. There were some centipedes too, yeah. We'll get all that cleaned out and put some warm water in there. Hopefully the heater's working for you. So, why do you want to be baptized? What does baptism show? It shows that I have faith in God, and I want to show everybody that I do have faith. Yeah. So, does does baptism save you? No. No, it doesn't actually save you. It's like a sign of what the Lord has done, right? Yep. So why don't you tell those that are listening, um, what what did God do to, to rescue us? He died on the cross for all of our sins, and he rose again so that we can have hope and go to heaven with him. That's right. So which person of God came to the earth and died on the cross? God the Son. God the Son, Jesus Christ, right? He came and lived the perfect life, fulfilling all of God's righteous demands through the law, and then he went to the cross. Did they did they force Jesus to die? Or was it something that Jesus chose to do? He chose to do it. He did, didn't he? He willingly went to the cross and laid down his life for us who have sinned against God. 
And so I'm very proud of you, and I'm glad that uh, I get to baptize you, actually, because um, I'm the pastor here, and we have some elders as well who could also baptize, but I get the, the special opportunity of baptizing my son, and very grateful for that. So um, what else should we do? Um, maybe we could, you want to you do a few catechism questions? Maybe there's some kids listening out there that have never done catechism questions, and um, we could ask a few of those, and you could give us the answers. Want to try that? Make sure it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> he said, make sure it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know lots of them. Some of the, um, the later ones we're just learning still, right? Yeah. But um, so do you know what catechism, what that word, where it comes from? Nope. Kind of a funny sounding word, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It just means oral teaching or verbal teaching. So teaching that we do through talking. And uh, catechisms usually are question and answer. So there's different questions that are asked. And then answers that help us to understand the doctrines of the Christian faith. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? Um, do you know where the catechisms come from? Like what, what documents they were built they came out of kind of a tricky question no no (laughs) well there were some confessions of faith this was some of the um, pastors and teachers and theologians many years ago would write up the confessions of faith the doctrines that they believed to be what the bible taught so there's a few big ones there's the westminster confession and the heidelberg confession and then the Baptist Confession, uh, 1689 Baptist Confession, which is very similar to the others. But of course, Baptists, uh, we understand specifically um, the, the way that we do baptism is different than some others. Uh, we believe in that uh, baptis- the baptism is for those who have publicly professed faith in Jesus Christ and have been born of the Spirit. And uh, so that's where they come from. They, and they, from those big confessions of faith, they made these questions so that uh, even children could learn the doctrines that were taught. Interesting, hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've been used for many years. Um, we've actually just more recently started using them and have been very blessed by them. So let's see. Let's see what we have. Um, we'll go right back to the first question. And... Um, like I said, there's, this is the one, I believe these questions are from the Westminster Confession. So they start a little bit differently than the Heidelberg. But um, first question is, who made you? God. God made you. That's right. What else did God make? All things. God made all things. Very good. Why did God make you in all things? Getting a bit trickier now. For his own glory. For his own glory. Now that's important to know. If you wonder why are there birds in the sky, why are there trees, why are there clouds, that question helps us know. We can ask, why did God make us as people? And why why did he make all things? And the answer is, for his own glory. That's pretty interesting that everything exists for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. That's an important. That's an important truth, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Okay. Well, so far, so good. How can you glorify God? By obeying and doing what He commands. 
by obeying God and doing what he commands. Wow. Um, very close. Obeying and doing what he commands is actually the same thing. So the first word is actually a little different. By blank him and doing what he commands. Do you remember what the first word is? By trusting him. Oh, close. Lo- loving. Loving him and doing what he commands. That's right. They're all very they're all very closely connected. <laughs> um, but we have loving him and doing what he commands. In fact, Jesus would say those who love him do what he commands. So, obedience is a sign of true love for God, isn't it? That's that's pretty important. Okay, so we'll move on. Uh, now this is going shifting gears a bit, looking at who God is. Are there more than one God? No, there's only one true God. One true God. Okay. So how many in how many persons does this one God exist? In how many persons does this one God exist? Three. Three persons. That's mysterious, uh, isn't it? Um, can you can you name these three persons for me? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Very good, very good. God the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three in one. Now that's kind of hard for us to understand, isn't it? But God is so much bigger than us, so it it kind of should be expected that He's going to be different than us in in some ways, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a, it's called the doctrine of the Trinity, God who is three in one. Okay, well, um, who is God? God is a spirit and does not have a body like men. Okay, wow, good job. You remember that whole that whole answer? Mm-hmm. We haven't done these for quite a while, actually. We've been working on some of the later ones, so you probably haven't answered some of these in a long time. Hey, it's good practice, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so God is spirit. Does not have a body like men. And we know Jesus did become a man, but he eternally existed um, in spirit with the Father and then became a man, adding to himself humanity. You know, something else that's interesting is that even now in heaven, Jesus still has the bo- his physical body. Isn't that interesting? That he became a man and he will be eternally uh, the God-man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the incarnation. Okay, so moving on then. Um, where is God? This is question number 10. Where is God? Everywhere. God is everywhere. That's right. There's nowhere you can go. To escape from God. And the psalmists tell us this as well. That God is everywhere. Like Jonah tried to get away, but he couldn't. That's right. Jonah couldn't get away. That's right. David said in Psalm 139 that uh, there is nowhere we can go to escape the presence of God. If we go to the depths of the sea, to the heights of heaven, God is there. And uh, that's important to know. All right. Can you see God? No, I cannot see God, but he can always see me. He always sees me. That's right. We cannot see God. Uh, He is spirit. We are here on this earth. And so we have to walk by faith, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Very good. Does God know all things? Does God know all things? 
Yes. Yes, God knows all things, and the rest of that is nothing can be hidden from God. Mm-hmm. He knows all things. Can God do all things? Yes, he can do all his holy will. Yes, he can do all his holy will. Very good. All right. Now, here's an important question for not only boys and girls to know, but mummies and daddies and uh, brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles, single people. Everybody. Everybody should know. Where do you learn how to love and obey God? Where do we In the go? Bible alone. In the Bible alone. Now that. You don't go in the Bible. You <laughs> no. just look at the Bible. You read the Bible, don't you? <laughs> Yes, or you could listen to the Bible, like mm-hmm. if it's on a tape or something. But the Bible is the sole uh, source of, of God's revelation, his authority to us. We know his will from his word. That's right. That's important to know mm-hmm. as well. Okay, well then, who wrote the Bible, if that's where we're supposed to go to know God's will? Chosen men that were chosen by the Holy Spirit. Yes, holy men who were taught by the Holy Spirit. That's right. Okay, so we know holy men were taught by the Holy Spirit. They wrote the Bible for us. And we're going to go all the way back to creation. This is question 16. And the question is, who were our first parents? Who were our first parents? Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. That's right. And uh, they were the first man and woman God made in the Bible, in creation. What did God give Adam and Eve besides bodies? Souls that will last forever. Souls that will last forever. Wow. Did he give, what do you think, um, did God give that? To all the animals? Souls that will last forever? No. No. That's something that's very special for us as humans, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We are made in the image of God. Okay. Um, well, have you a soul as well as a body? Yes, and my soul will last forever. Yes, we all have souls that will last forever. So the Bible teaches us. How do you know that you have a soul? Because the Bible tells me so. Because the Bible tells me so. And that goes back to the Bible being our sole authority, doesn't it? That it's, it's the source of God's revelation to us. And when we find something that the Bible tells us, we can trust that it is true. Because that's what God has told us. Very good, very good. Well, how about a few more? You doing all right? Doing pretty good so far, I'd say. One more. One more. Okay, well, then we'll end on question 21. What is your soul? Well, that's a tricky question. Hey, do you remember the answer? I don't even remember the question. (laughs) What is your soul? It's probably been a long time since we've reviewed this one. I'll, I'll tell you what it says. It says, my soul includes all of me. That should know and love God. So our soul, it isn't just that part on the bottom of our foot, is it? I mean, we call that the sole of our foot, but that's not what the Bible means when it's talking about a soul, you think? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all of us. It's the essence of who God has made us to be. So that's the answer.
Well, I think I, I, we'll end with this one. I think you know the answer to this one. Uh, I think you'll remember it. This is question 22. In what condition did God make Adam and Eve? Holy and happy. Holy and happy. That was the original condition of man. Well, good job, buddy. I was glad you could uh, join me on this on this podcast today. So, um, you know, actually, Micah has been a big part of the inspiration for the stories that we do. And uh, he always gives me ideas, tells me ways I could make it better. And we just have fun doing that, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, which is your favorite story so far, do you think? Dave the Shepherd Boy. You like Dave the Shepherd Boy. That's pretty interesting. And Shamgar. Shamgar. Yeah. Which, we, do you remember which one we started first a long time ago? Shamgar. Shamgar, yeah. We actually started that one a long time ago. It was just kind of fun. And the boys loved hearing the little stories that Daddy would make up. So we thought, well... It would be fun to continue writing those and share them with others that might like to hear them, hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though they may not be, like, super professional or anything, we just enjoy telling stories um, with good biblical themes. And uh, one, what, when one of our favorite uh, Torchlighters episodes, which is, um, well, Torchlighters are a series of shows that tell about people from church history and they're on right now media yeah right now media so what's one of our favorite ones that has the dragon in it the Pollyon and christian you remember what the story is called what story is that from hey <laughs> <laughs> you remember pilgrim's progress real yeah that's right do you remember who wrote it John Bunyan. Good job. Yeah, we love the story of Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan. And so that was kind of an inspiration for the idea of Shamgar. And uh, Shamgar was kind of a picture of um, the responsibility to walk with the Bride of Christ, right? That Ada represents the Bride of Christ. Shamgar represents a shepherd, an under-shepherd, who is called to guide and lead and care for her. And uh, to lead her to the celestial kingdom. And um, he uses the word of God and uh, prayer. So we'll, we'll keep going with those stories and posting them up for you guys. All right. Anything else you want to say, Micah? Not much? All right. Well, thanks for joining me today. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, you can join me again sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I bet Nathan would like to do that too sometime. Mm-hmm. And Eli. And Eli. Yeah. And Caleb when he's big enough. Caleb when he's big enough. Yeah. We have four boys in our house. Well, plus daddy. So mommy's outnumbered, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's very nice about it. Mm-hmm. She's a good mummy. Okay. See y'all later. Thanks for joining us. about me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and He answered me from His holy hand. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. 
Tune in next time and we'll see what happens as our story continues. Remember, if you would like to write to us or find out more information, you can find us online at www.kidsway.ca. And don't forget to head over to www.soulmusic.ca to find many more songs that Jamie Souls has written and recorded. See you next time. May God bless you and keep you and make His face to shine upon you. 